Hallelujah. 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 Again, I say hallelujah. 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 As I'm talking to you, I witnessed my two favorite birds together, which is very rare. And it's a cardinal and a blue jay. And the last time I seen that encounter, I was greatly deceived. But this time, I am free indeed. And God grant me the favor to have that encounter that I went forth with God about. These two birds that I, you know, favor to be together when it comes to promises of God manifesting. And God is just showing me by sharing with me what I'm seeing, what I went to him regarding, you know, those two birds. He have them right here before me. And, you know, I'm clearly looking at what I'm talking to you guys. A cardinal and a blue jay, <laughs> which you would rarely find together. And let me just share. The last time I said that, I said, God, if this the man you had me to marry, it's going to be a blue jay with a cardinal. And they're going to be together. And that's rare. Those are my favorite birds. But Satan heard that conversation. And that came to pass. And I got greatly deceived. But this time, I'm free indeed. I'm up, guys. I'm up, guys. I'm up, guys. And God just showed me that I hear you. I hear you every time you say anything. Everything. I hear every single one of you. Here's your blue jay. Here's your cardinal. Because I hear you. What seems to be impossible. With me, all things are possible. I hear you. I'm shaking things up a bit. God said, I'm shaking things up a bit. In every congregation. We cannot talk about what we don't like. Will we notice the changes that we don't like? It's not going to help it become better. We are the voice. Behind the voice. So we must say what God says. And if something troubles you in your congregation, go to God about it. Negativity begets more negativity. Gossip begets more gossip. And nothing good will be accomplished. And God is having us in this area to develop more spiritually. To become more mature. To become better. Better. In all that we do. Our entire everything has became better. Has came up higher. The more mature we become, the higher we go in God. Simple as that. And there are many, and keep them lifted. They are not ready for the change. Because they don't want to make any change. I like it the old way better. Well, how can you experience increase if you want to stay where you are? We have to come up higher. God is addressing a lot of issues in the congregations. We are many members representing one body and we cannot hold the shepherds responsible. 
Because many of our pastors don't even know what's going on because they're doing what they're called to do. And we all are being called by being led by the Spirit of God, being Christ-like to reach souls for the kingdom, kingdom expansion. So your shepherds of your congregation are being used by God to expand the kingdom, to plant many churches. That is an apostolic anointing, to go and build the churches. Physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Building. But remember, it's not just the building. You are the church. He's building you up. He's using you to build people up. However he used you to. And the pastors have leaders under them. And many of the shepherds, our pastors, don't even know what's going on. And guess what they're doing right now? All the pastors across the world, during this time, are fasting and praying. In every congregation that is fasting and praying, they restrict our diets from food, but allow them not eating any food regarding you. Because changes have to be made. Because every believer is held accountable for what they do and what they don't do. The greeters, the ushers, the psalmists, the dancers, the elders, the deacons, the ministers, the sisters, the brothers, everybody plays a part. Everybody plays a part. Everybody is used. They continue to have everybody ushered in and remain there. So God has to call us higher in his name for his glory's sake. So we have to become more mature and put the child's ways behind. God granted me favor to hear every congregation at the same time. I'm only sharing that with you. Consider yourself favored to hear what you're about to see. And I thank God for you because I need you. You need me to release what God called you to be. And that's why you're still listening. We are in each other's lives permanently, spiritually, to bring to pass everything that God has spoken to us, to bring to pass supernaturally. And we are better together. Too many souls leaving the congregation. Too many souls are leaving. They're uprooting themselves where they are planted. Not even knowing they're walking away from their purpose. Their fulfillment. But they're still going to God. Praying to God every day for increase. But you cannot increase if you're not planted. And where are you planted? In the vine. How can you be a tree of life if you're not connected to the vine? How can you even grow if you're not planted anywhere? God did not create any of us to be alone where we don't need anybody else. 
I could be at church at home. I don't have to go in. I don't have to join a congregation. Everyone's created to be planted. And many people are planted where they shouldn't be. All because someone in leadership over them was not, you know, exercising their authority properly. And somehow you felt, you know, you didn't want to be under that leadership. So you rolled out. And that's to be expected. Who wouldn't? But when we take a stand and all that we do is stand and give it to God, you can see the change take place. You are needed. The shepherds are going to God. Father, we need your help with our congregations. Many stop sowing. Many are not showing up. Many are not taking it seriously. Many are not on time. We, we doing virtual because of, you know, pandemic situations and reasons. During the time, that's the reason to do virtual. And the sound systems are messing up. You know, we got to do repeated services. Because we're going this place and that place. People not being reliable as they used to for us to use people to go out and give a right now word. So what we do is we go through the tapes and see what we said then that still applies to today and we release that in the atmosphere just to keep your people standing, God. Just to keep your people using their faith, God. Just to keep your people looking up to you, God. Because that's what you called us to do, God. But the people not being so faithful, God. The people turn their backs, God. The people are complaining, God. The people are arguing, God. People are dividing, God. The people want to be you, God. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. When one person in the congregation is bad, we all are bad in the congregation, Lord. Help us as shepherds. We cannot be in the congregation every time. People don't understand that, my Lord. We are expanding. We are in many locations. We can't be in everyone at the same time. And did you grant us time to spend time with our families too? And many don't understand. They want us to stop living our lives and do everything unto them. Many are becoming selfish, Lord. And those are cries of the shepherd in this season. We have ministers in the house. We have deacons in the house. We have evangelists in the house. We have the entire five-fold ministry, which is in every house. Sisters and brothers, worship leaders in every house. And some of the songs are out of season, Lord. And many people are being shut down and shut up and shut out. Because others in positions higher than them won't give them a chance to let you shine. Because they want the glory and honor and praise unto them. But they must sit down. We don't have no heart to judge. We don't have no kingdom to judge. We don't have no hell to put no one to judge. But there are many misrepresenting our congregations. They live in secular lifestyles. And it's clearly been safe for the whole world to see. And they stand up before the people as if they don't do anything, my Lord. 
We told them not to eat certain things through the month. And this is every shepherd request unto God. Listen to me. We have told them not to eat this, not to eat that. But during this time, pray, pray, become better. Many times people looking on the outside and don't even know what's actually happening. And they're assuming so they're leaving. But Father, don't hold us accountable for the souls leaving. It's not our fault. We're doing our part, my Lord. We can't see everything all the time. You know, but you can. We need your help. We're not asking you to sit anybody down. But we are asking you that they have their hearts open to put the childish ways behind. Many have left our congregations. Went to other congregations and we need them. We need, oh God, Jesus Christ. How we need them. They left because they were angry. Because someone said something they shouldn't have said. And it's easy to walk away. But they got to stand. They got to see it through. Our church is falling. But we all standing. The building is crumbling down. And we need you, Father. Many get upset if they can't call us. Many get upset if they can't come to our house and eat with us. Not even knowing that they're supping with you. It's not us. It is you who doeth the work. So why are they looking up to us? Many are not tithing like they used to. And they're making excuses as to why they're not going to. We got to become more mature, Father. We got to have them home with you. Because we're trying everything we got. But it's out of our hands. Save every shepherd. Amongst every congregation. In the presence of God. And I am gifted. And you are gifted. To know more and more about your gifting. Hallelujah. It's not about us. Stop making increase about you. It's not about lights, camera, and action. It's not about glamour. It's not about luxurious anything. It's about souls. Because Christ is on his way. So what have we done here? To help others in such a way. Because the scripture must be fulfilled. I say greater works. I said what your eyes have never seen. So in order for you to see what you've never seen, get your eyes off yourself. Hallelujah. It's so easy to get caught up. And the blessings that God has for us. I'm trying. It's so easy to get caught up. It's so easy to have a swelling head. I'm trying to tell you. Somebody put money in your head. Put a camera in your face. And you know lift you up. It's so easy to take the eyes off God. It's so easy. Because we have an ability to make a decision. That's easy. This way or that way. And most choose their way. But we must be mature. 
Q not out here being anointed for Q to look good, sound good, be seen and heard. Looking glamorous in the camera. It gotta be God. And it can only be only God. Let him exalt you. We can't exalt ourselves. It's clearly seen when we do. We can't pick and choose. We can't show favoritism. God gives someone a word. And they go to a specific person in leadership. And they be denied. No, we thank you for that. But we're going to go this way with that. And you just missed your breakthrough. Now, because of your words, now everybody, you know, missed out on the word that God had for everybody because of you. Being selfish. We cannot think that God is a God of some people. God has blessed some people. God is blessing every other person. God has anointed every other person. You're special. they special. What about you? Everybody special. Everybody favored. Everybody special. Everybody favored. Everybody favored. Everybody favored. Everybody blessed. Everybody. Don't be moved by what it looked like on the outside. It may look like it's God. But you keep watching long enough. Spend more time with God. And the more you see like God, you know what is or what isn't. Because there are many are dressed up but walking around as fools. Why do you want to have a financial breakthrough? If it's about you, if it's about those in your home, if it's about your family, about people that you just know physically or spiritually, it's not God. Somehow you got in the way of God speaking to you and added in your own words. And he encouraged us by warning us in Revelation, do not add in my word and do not take out. How do you add in? Getting in the way, saying what he don't say. How do you take out? Saying what he don't say. Doing what he don't do. Misrepresenting him. It's not okay to fornicate, to smoke weed, to drink, to cuss. And stand in front of a congregation. Like no one knows. We can't do that. That goes for every congregation. Don't think the shepherds don't know. But here's the devil with that. And God showed me that. Satan having people to feel like it's okay to do that. Because no one can judge you. So go right ahead. No one can sit you down. Because they'll be judging you. And no one can judge. Nor prejudge. So go ahead and do what you do. And while he's saying that, he's making a fool of you. Wives, be with your husbands. Husbands, be with your wives. No one should be absent if they're not, you know, in ministry to be absent. Elders. And I'm speaking prophetically to every elder across the world. I come against that spirit of fear. Because I can feel from God. That many of you are not in the congregation. Because you're moved by the coronavirus. And that world's way of saying it. The older you are. 
the less is your chance of survival. The less is your chance of survival. I mean survival. But you know God is a healer. And you declare and you decree and you encounter God. So do not be afraid. Again I say fear not say of God. To every elder go back. To every deacon go back. You are needed. Continue. To lift up those. You're like the Levites in the house of God. Keeping the house together in order. By ministering to those who are in the house. Those who come from outside to join in the congregation. You have to call the people. Check up all the people. Like we used to do. I'm not a deacon. I say we because we are in the body. And I'm not just going to put it all on you. It's us. We have to do our part in the body. Not just standing in the altar doing services that lead the people to the altar and then minister to them. What about your responsibility to be available to keep them standing by reaching out? Each one, reach one. Keep reaching. Reach more. I thought I was called to be a deacon. Over seven years ago, when I saw the nominees and you know nominations, they said you can nominate yourself. I said, first of all, what do a deacon do? I just need to hear. See, God brought me into a house to put a word to everything because I'm just growing up with God. Doing everything but not being educated in a sense to know what I'm actually doing. What I've been doing all along. So I said, God, what is a deacon? A deacon is a person, you know, who ushers people while they're in the house. Who keep the house standing as the Levites. Reach out to those who are in the house. You still do work outside. You still have other giftings. But your purpose... Is to keep the people in the house standing. And those who come out to usher them in. At the altar. And stay committed to that. I said God I bring people to the. I, I win souls every day. I must be a deacon then. That's what I be doing. I'm, I preach every day. I bring people to you every day. I must be a deacon. So I nominated myself. I didn't get it. I was like father. Much as what I do. I'm not a deacon. No you're not. Oh, okay. So what makes me not a deacon? Because I called you to go outside the house. Deacons work in the house. You outside the house. Oh, okay. Thanks for explaining. See how it's so important to stay in his presence. And just be what he asked you. Because I thought, they was like, any deacons? You know, come nominate. We need some deacons. I was like, okay, my deacon gone. You know, he didn't really say much. Because I wasn't. Not. To travel around the world. To be inspiring. Due to a word and motivation by God. To help keep things, you know, how they're supposed to be. And that's how God is moving himself through me. To go to different churches around the world. 
give speeches around the world to keep things shooken up to keep them where they're supposed to be and now it explains why my personality is the way it is that's why I'm so humble because I have to be to be used by God to keep things in order that's why I'm a people person that's why people are so drawn to me because I'm so drawn to them and that's why it happens so smoothly I can go in a crowd and have all of them hug me right in, and they don't even give out hugs because of the anointing and God has shared with me you have to be alone to do what I call you to do Quenisha but you got to realize I don't have to explain to you if you lean not to your own understanding because you trusted me with your whole heart so that will eliminate you asking me things and you just follow and see it through that's why I didn't say much when you're asking. Because I just want you to gain more trust in me. I'm building up your trust in me. That's all, Quenisha. That's all, the rest of my children. You become more and more effective because you're becoming more and more like me, say of God. That's why you're so serious about putting the child's ways behind. Because you're so serious to be mature and to develop because you want all that I have for you. Because you know there are no limits to what I can give unto you. Many of us left congregations because of, you know, disrespect. But you got to see it through. You got to see it through, guys. You got to see it through. You cannot be where you're not planted. I don't care the congregation near your neighborhood. You got to be where you're supposed to be, man. We need you where you're supposed to be. Everybody. That's the only way the Bible can move successfully if everybody where they're supposed to be. You have to be. A lot of praise and worship leaders, you know, have left because of the new ways they were doing it wasn't, you know, of God. And I understand you're not coming to nobody else's leadership who's not leading correctly. Totally understandable. But you got to remember, you are also a leader. You also have a voice. You also have a relationship with God. And you also get godly results. You also got to see it through. You also got to stay planted. You cannot uproot from the vine and expect to flourish. You will make it. You will get by. But it won't be all that God has for you unless you stay connected in the vine. So go back because your shepherds need you in these locations. All around the world. You're not... One time I was sitting in church, guys. I was saying churches like this. Have my fingers snapping? Church, 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 church. Church, 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 church. Different cathedrals, different temples, different synagogues, different religion, places of the well, the well places when we would dwell. Places where Muslims go, where Buddhists go, where Hindus go. We're still children of God. So God is using me and many others as you to shake things up a bit. And how do we do that? By first shaking us up a bit. Holy Spirit say, go check on your food. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm so glad you used me to come in here right on time. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit. You are who you say you are, which is the spirit of truth. I believe in you. I'm talking to you guys, but I'm doing what I'm supposed to do on my end. And I thank God for that. I love you. 
I need you. Hear me say this to you guys. I need you. I need you. And God will do that. He will have me to get on camera in front of a mic in the middle of a field and go live and say, I need you. Because it wouldn't be a lie. People need to know they are needed. You are needed. But God is saying that we cannot, we cannot represent God, misrepresent God. And the shepherds see that. Don't think they don't know what they don't see. And don't and, and they might not know every detail to everything. Because those who are in leadership under them who they trust will keep it amongst themselves because they don't want them to hear the bad news. But the thing is, you cannot handle everything by yourself. And if you're not having things to run smoothly, it's going to crumble. You cannot sit people down when God wants people to stop. There can't be no picking and choosing. There can't be no pride. You know, no arrogance. No, we think we better because we've been here longer. And then God bring new people here to help and bless you. You don't want to give them a chance. Because you're afraid they're going to take your spotlight. Take where you're standing. But we're all standing together. Every church God says supposed to have a choir. Because in the kingdom, realm upon realm, there are choirs. And we're living on earth as it is in the kingdom. It's his house. It's his kingdom. It's his glory, honor, and it's his praise. It must be Christ-like. What you do here, you do in the kingdom. But the thing is, you don't have to win souls. Because the souls is already in the kingdom. But you will always be who you are created to be. If you're a singer, you're going to be singing in the kingdom. And you're supposed to actually be singing that now. Here in the earth as it is in the kingdom. God giving you songs? You can't, you can't be afraid to, you know, let them know the songs. You know, give them good ideas. You can't just be like, I'm going with the flow. You can't do that. Because the flow ain't going to flow smoothly if it's not of God. Jesus is not our God. He's our Lord, our personal Savior. He is our Messiah. He's the Son of God. And that's what he said. I can't do anything of my own. If you see me, you see the Father. Therefore, whatever I say is what the Father says. Whatever I do, therefore, when you see me, you see him. And that goes for every single one of you. Christ is in you. Do that make you the Messiah? Christ is being heard. He's the one doing the work through you. Do you call yourself Lord? Of lords. So we cannot. You know say things like that. We can't sing songs. From the last season. And that's what the shepherds are saying to the congregation. Know what season you're in. They're not going to be. Used by God. To hurt your feelings. That's why they go to God on how to address issues. If it's a department that's lacking, they're going to just cancel it for a second till we get it back together. Because you're not going to sound like that. You're not going to minister like that. 
You're not going to do anything like that because that's not of God and you represent this house and God has called me to be the shepherd of this house. So it's not going to be, you know, pleasing. It must be stopped until it's ready to become better. And we as leaders cannot give up on each other. If you're called to direct a choir, you must direct the choir. If you know they need the help, then go to God regarding what urge they need the help. You can't put all that weight on the pastors. Or anybody. Because you play a part in the body. I play a part in the body. You got to know your part. And your part is your purpose. See, God won't have me just to be in the house. I have to go out to other churches and be used by God to get them back in order because Christ is coming to find himself in the church. That's what I'm called to do, guys. I thought I was called to be a rap star. About to be signed and everything. God said, no. Okay, God. I was about that lifestyle. That don't mean I'm, I won't make a song. I'll make a song. But guess what? That's not my focus. My focus is my purpose. I was putting a limit to what I'm here to do. By looking at one thing. And I'm gifted greatly. To do all kinds of things. But my purpose is to travel around the churches. In different places. And release. And not just release, I got to receive in order to release. So God is showing Quenisha why I'm showing you why I'm doing what I'm doing. Because what I placed in you. And that goes for what he's doing to you too. So Quenisha, it requires your, your lifestyle to be very private. But you still go out and enjoy. I don't take away the enjoyment. I put things here to enjoy. But I called your time to be spent with me a lot because it takes you to be alone with me in order to give a word for my people from me. It has to be word from word out of my mouth. So you have to come away with me. Just like David did. Just like Ezekiel did. Just like Jeremiah did. Just like Jonah did. Just like Adam did. Abraham. Jacob did. He went alone. Wrestled an angel And you under the law of grace You don't have to wrestle The angel's right there before you Listening Waiting to hear you say Know the difference between Sacrifice of circumcision And be given the ultimate sacrifice To be covered by my grace It removes every burden, destroys every yoke. That's why they were so, you know, eager to prophesy in the Old Testament about Christ coming. Because they already knew what happened when he do. But as though they living under the Old Covenant. We got to lift up sacrifices. We get to experience God's wrath, the plagues, God's anger. Literally, we get to encounter how he feels. But you guys have the mercy. Can ask for forgiveness. And be forgiven over and over again. But like Paul say, be wise. Knowing that because you're under grace, it's not behavioral based. Doesn't mean you can act any kind of way. Those who are a new creation are Christ-like. 
So be Christ-like. For the ushers, I'm releasing the atmosphere. You usher in how you usher people in in the kingdom with the other heavenly hosts and the angelic hosts. Not with a nasty attitude. Too many mothers walking away from the church because children's church is not open yet and the children are crying in the back and they don't want to be a disturbance. So they just don't come. But they want to be in the atmosphere. And many have been told to get the children out. They're disturbing services. We can't do that. Pull your mask up. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. Hallelujah. We can't be focused on no one's clothes. Because we are all clothed with God's majesty. Don't look at a person based upon them being half-dressed. Coming from outside into the church. They need you. You don't know what they've been through. Same things that you have been through and you came inside the church. You have a Hallelujah. I love you guys so much. Doesn't it feel good to become better? That's not any shepherd's desire to have repeated services. To have things, you know, seem to be falling short in areas. But all the weight cannot be on them. They can't do it all alone. That's why we all have to be consistent. Why? What causes us to be not consistent? When we get in our feelings, we walk away. You know? If a director walk away, then where, where that puts the choir? In any congregation. If the, uh, the people that plays the instruments, if they walk away, then where would they put the praise team? Now we can all usher in without a sound, but you get the point I'm trying to make. If there are no ushers, how will you be led to, in, you know, to go inside the sanctuary? If there are no pastors, how will you know to continue to go in the way you should go? But there is a Savior. And we have been purposed to release heaven here. But how we're gifted to do so, it must be done that way. Take our eyes off of ourselves. And God had Quenisha to see that, and so have you. When I be on TV and people be asking me to come to their shows and interviews and this and that, I cannot sit there and think, oh, light, camera, action. Look at me, look at me. Look at my outfit, look at my stilettos, look at my makeup, look at my husband, look at my kids, look at my vehicle, look at my house, look at my life. And you can tell who lives that lifestyle, because it's always, hey guys, look at me. You don't see none of God in the picture. There's nothing wrong with glamour, because you are glamorous. You are, you know? 
The apple of God's eye. You are a city on a hill. You are a trophy. But know that you are first a mouthpiece of God. You are first being a mouthpiece of God. Not look at me, look at me. Even if you say it's because of him. No, take the eyes off of you, period. Christ could have done anything glamorously. He could have been the first one to build a car. In Nazareth, wherever he went. Wherever he went. He could have been the first to bring what he see now and then. That's not the purpose. The eyes are not on me. They must be on God. That's why he always humbled himself. When you see me, you see the Father. God is the one who's responsible. So let's not be so hard on the shepherds. Because we all play a part. All the repeats, that's not their idea. But they got to send something forth to keep you standing. And that goes for every congregation. God is getting everybody's attention to come up higher, mature, more. If things don't go right or someone take from you or anything, it's not the end of the world. You got to see the beauty in everything. Somebody literally took from me. Literally. And my feelings was hurt. Because I'm the person who will just give it to you. You know you don't have to do that. And then God set me down. See me in that. Which means have mercy. Yes, it's wrong. And yes, I got that. But I don't want it to move you. Just see that you was a help. You had something that they felt they desperately needed. Don't be angry. Don't be upset. Don't be hurt. Don't look at them any different. If you're going to extend your arm out like Paul say, keep your arm extended out. But don't extend it out to the sense that you become entangled. Don't you get angry too. Don't you get bitter too. Don't you start gossiping too. Even though it looks like what they're saying is true. And it may be a fact. But don't you get out, don't you get in the way by getting out the way of God's presence. You remain in the presence. Whatever God called you to do, be the best that. That's what you're prepared to be. To receive a better you. The better you is more bolder, more successful, have more joy, have more of everything. And then it gets better and better than that. <laughs> but God just wants us to know through our shepherds to know the season that you're in. This is a time to really be in God's face and become better and better for what He's about to send every single one of us out here to do. You know, our pastors all over the world, the evangelists, the deacons, the apostles, everybody is doing. What God had them to do. 
But for those who are doing what they're doing now, to every congregation, those who are in these departments, become more faithful at it. It shouldn't be a problem with the sound system every time. Our shepherds of the congregation should have to go through old tapes to find the same word for a season that we are currently in. They can't do it all by themselves. Sometimes it's good to give an idea that God put in your heart to say, don't ever think it's not good enough, they don't want to hear it, or it's not worthy enough, or because of who you are. No, you're a child of God. They need you. We got to stop doing that, robbing ourselves. No one's going to want to hear this. No one's going to want to see this. Oh, I'm too nervous to say something. And that's the best time to say something, when you're nervous, <laughs> or when you're saying not to. Because it's not you saying it, it's the enemy trying to convince you not to. So obviously, he don't want you to. Because many will be influenced by that. So don't be afraid any longer, okay? In that area. Wives, stay by your husbands. Husbands, stay by your wives. Stay together. Stay together. Everybody's situation is different. Your spouse may have to work. Something else may come up. Things happen. But if you're just sitting around not doing nothing and just making a decision not to go and have your spouse go, don't do that anymore. See, in order for God use me to say these things, to be a help to others, I must first be helped. And that's why God said, come away with me. He's just showed me as to all the, way, all the reasons as to why he had me to come away. He don't have to do that either. But he's still choosing to do so. And his ways sound so much better than my thoughts. Father, you took all my friends away. No, I didn't. They're still there. But I need you to come away with me. Because I got to gain some people back. I even got to get your attention back. Come away with me. Hallelujah. As you heard the phone call I had, you know, I'm called the person back. Hallelujah. Thank God for ministry. We need each other. No more slack, no more lack, no more doubt, no more being angry. Sometimes when we see the repeats of the services, Oh, man, just turn it off. But you can't be angry when you do it. If you do it, be glad in it. If you got a word already out of it, and you saw it twice already, then you know, just keep it in prayer. Because we all need each other to have it move, you know, move successfully. For it to be this way, there is lack in some areas. There is slack in some areas. And the people that you used to see, you may not see as much. Or you may not see them in that department anymore. Under, you know, in that leadership. Because if they're not serious about it, then God will replace them. Simple as that. If you're not serious about it, God will replace you. Seriously. You ever heard from God to do something and you didn't do it and didn't say it? And then here comes somebody else saying what God had you to say? And you're like, dang, I should have said it. No more of that. We're maturing. And we're becoming more mature. Right? I see two rams in a bush. 
double portion for your trouble. Double portion. Two rounds. God has shown me a sealed envelope. First, the envelope was open yesterday. That means some exciting news. Opportunities are available unto you. Now the envelope is sealed and it's being sent out. Now I'm about to receive more opportunities. So are you. You want to receive more good news from people connected to you. Many things good happening to you. Not about to. They are happening to you for you. Receive that. Grab that. It's yours. So if you see things, you know, in congregations, even in your own, you know, it's getting better. Trust me. That's why God has everybody to mature right now. And in the classes that they have available, if it applies to you, take them. If it doesn't, lift it up in prayer for those that need to take them to take them. Hallelujah. God is closing the mouths of people who's not helping the body to prosper. And you can see it because they used to be talking. They're not talking now. They used to be in the camera and all that. They're not like that now. Because God would do it. He don't need us to do it. Because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Let him do it. You being persecuted? Okay. God got you. Aren't you saying less of the persecution? Okay. Like I said, God got you. He's closing the people's mouths. Sitting them down. By having them to develop more, you know, spiritually. To become more mature. You cannot disregard anybody I send your way due to intimidation, due to friendship, due to picking and choosing. You cannot have those who've been faithful to feel like, you know, they're not good enough or you don't need them anymore because you have new people coming. No, the new people need to hear from the old people. That's how they learn. How can you have somebody new don't know what's going on? Tell somebody who's been there what's going on. And that goes to every praise team. Every choir, every deacon, every usher, every elder, every sister and brother. Inside the house and out. He's shaking things up a bit. Let him shake it up. I love you. Greater is in us than he who is in the world. I love you. To every pastor, I love you. You're good. The congregation is good. It's good. God has heard your cry. God has seen your tears. God has seen it. I see it. He's showing me. Every deacon. The church needs you. The church needs you. Every uh, Mosai. Every usher. Praise leader, worshiper. We need you. What songs God giving you? What dances? What work? Everybody needs you. You need you. On earth as it is in the kingdom. Take our eyes off of us and put it on God. It don't matter if God take you high and high and high. He's never going to give you an attitude that you forget where you come from. Or forget the people that's, you know, with you. Or you think that they beneath you. Stop thinking people beneath you because God opened up doors for you. Because the same God that opened them, he can close them back before you. And put somebody there who's mature enough to do it. 
If you're called to be a, a music artist, don't you get caught up in that industry. You let that industry get caught up in the presence of God around you. And you can tell the difference. Because they make it all about them. You see those who are of God and those who are of God and still being of man. Start looking down upon people. Now talk about all of the things that they have. They, they, they. We're the souls. We're the souls. I don't want to look in your mansion. I want to see the souls. I'm not moved by something that will perish away. Because I also have a mansion. So we're the souls. How are you influential? Get the camera off of you. I don't want to see your suits. Even though it's okay. But you must be humble. And you guys know what I'm talking about in those areas. When we forget who we are, we begin to boast. Put ourselves in it. I, us, the, we, we, we. Strutting. And strutting with our swag. Making it about us. Not even knowing that God opened up doors for you. To open up doors for those who are with you. Hallelujah. Do you know some people only want success for themselves? They don't want to share it. They can easily have you come up right alongside with them Because you're gifted Some of y'all in the same areas But I want you to see me go up high I want you to look at me What God doing to me Whole time you cut your eye You're keeping your eyes off God So what's going to happen You're going down the wrong path It looks good on the outside But it's not going to last And that goes for all of us God is shaking things up a bit. I pray that you continue to keep me in prayer. I don't know the date nor the time for God to call me out to go wherever he wants to send me. But I know I will be obedient and so shall you. Hallelujah. Greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. I love you. <laughs>